What's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Crazy Ant Farm. Holy moly, we are on episode 65 this week. Yes, mm. indeed. Getting there. Getting, getting there. there. I can't wait until episode 70 because we're going to have the one and only Rebecca Kennedy back on the show and we're trying to get her uh, her friend to come on with her, yeah, you know. Emma yeah, Emma Furman. Yeah. 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 Recently seen in Endgame. She would be awesome. What? Yeah. 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 And a hundred. A hundred is closing in like really fast. It is. Can you believe that? I know, man. It's, it's like... crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, we got a whole bunch of stuff to talk to you guys today about in industry news. But first, we shall say your hosts this week are myself, JLo Fantastic, The Mouth. What up? Tavia. Hi. And Locam. Crickets, crickets, crickets. (laughs) Uh, But yes, we have a whole bunch of stuff to talk to you guys about today. And, I mean, let's get started with the biggest thing that happened in Hollywood. Record-breaking Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Oh, it's it's insane. $357 million domestically. That's right. Everybody was like, can it hit $300 million? And so many people were saying impossible. Yeah. They all agreed that it was going to beat Infinity War. Yeah. But they didn't think it could hit. The, and they just like slaughtered it exactly like, what was it 1.2 billion internationally 1.223 billion dollars worldwide damn yeah uh on the opening weekend it, it that i mean it's crazy it really is yeah by the by the end of the weekend it was already profitable yeah it had already made its budget and its money back and was already oh profitable goodness. by the end of the weekend <sighs> now they're talking about possibly $2 billion by the end of Sunday. Yeah, it was hard to do my predictions this week. I'm not even going to lie. I had no idea what to even no, put. I mean, it's sucking up all the money. Exactly. Right? I mean, it, it's... How so, many people do you think are going to go see it, like, I don't four know. more they're, times? They're, they're, they said even with a significant drop-off, it's still expected to have the the biggest second weekend Damn. of any movie in history. It's going to take out uh, Star Wars. Yeah. So, um... And I think uh, there's the Force a, Awakens. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people that are waiting for it to be less crowded to go see it too. I think that's going to be yeah. the next big wave is people Agreed. who've been wanting to see it. I probably would have been in that same camp too, but Kevin was worried about spoilers. Mm. He was like, "The sooner He's we like, just go ahead we and got see to it, do it." Yeah, the, the that's great. You know, the less chance of being spoiled, so we just went ahead and saw it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's just racking up money. It is. left and right. Like, like it's breaking all kinds of right. It broke biggest single day, biggest opening weekend, biggest opening uh, worldwide, biggest IMAX showing. Like if there yeah. was a record for opening, it beat yeah, all of them. Seriously, and I mean, it's just so high. It beat its own record. Yeah. By the way, it beat its own record, but by like a hundred million dollars. Yeah. I, I just you're basically saying you're putting it out there going, Yeah, anybody else, you're gonna have to make four hundred fucking million dollars to beat us. Yeah. Like who's gonna do that? There's like, no way. No, no There's way. No way. No one's I even mean, coming close. It's it's but I, I mean, kudos. Because it was everything. Like we we had talked about this, but for me personally, and I'm sure for like a bunch of other people, if you were invested mm-hmm. since 2008, yeah, if you were invested Iron in these Man movies, film. the MCU for all 11 years, and you were like hard, it paid off because they gave you everything you yeah. wanted. I mean, you were attached to these characters, and I, what I really loved, and and you know, we'll hint at this in our top five, but. What I really loved is that there were so many references yeah, to, to the all older of the old movies yeah. and Easter eggs, not only to the old movies, but to the comic books and to like outside stuff. Like mm-hmm. they were given references to other movies. Yeah. And like, I mean, it was just, I really feel like they took so much time to say, what do the fans want? What have they earned? And let's give it to them wholeheartedly. And I think they did that. Yeah, I, I agree mean, completely. I was, mean, 22 films, man. Nobody has ever films. done anything like that. You think about it, like, 
it takes so long to get a movie made, but these guys were pumping two or one or two out a year. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. yeah. And I really love that they they really committed to bringing back like all of the old characters that you were wanting to see. Absolutely. Even if they never appeared in another like, you know, individual film. Yeah. They were still there. Yeah, you had like uh, Robert Redford and uh what's his face? Uh Crossbones. Uh yeah. forget his name. Yeah, Grillo. Um, yeah. but yeah, they they uh, Natalie Portman. Just... Natalie Portman. Yeah. 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 And it, um is that uh we heard that was uh bonus or that was extra footage from thor the dark World, yeah they right? edited that that was actually she didn't actually yeah. film anything it was I just taken figured, from yeah. leftover but, but they made sure to send her a ticket which i thought was right yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely um yeah it was just phenomenal they actually for the first time ever had somebody from the television side of the mcu crossover into the films mm-hmm. with jarvis um that was pretty which, cool yeah because in the past i mean that's happened before but in the past it's always been somebody that was in films first yeah. and came to the tv yeah. side of it right, yeah. but this was the first time that somebody that was only on the tv side of it debuted in the film so that was really cool hell yeah i think everybody was excited about that yeah um i just so many different i mean you just see people are still talking about it and still like oh did you see that mm-hmm. i didn't even see that or i saw this and i didn't see that and like yeah. Moving forward, there's so much, and they're not, they're just steamrolling. They are. We're gonna th- I mean, we got so much in industry news today about Marvel. Yeah. I mean, it's like crazy. They're, they're like full steam ahead into the next phase and like television, yeah. movies, everything. Exactly. They're, they're not done dominating. No, they're-, <laughs> they're, they're really not. And I mean, we saw some other announcements that says like a Ghost Rider series is coming to Hulu. So, like, what oh, we were yeah. talking about different weeks that Marvel shows are going to pop up on Hulu. Mm. I mean, it, it's crazy. And we should mention that they now have out of the, out of the top 10 all-time opening weekends, Disney owns nine of them. Ooh, the only other one damn. in there is Jurassic World. Um, but oh, nine out of the 10, six of them are Marvel movies, yeah. including the top two. That's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. Like, I just <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. And, and the 22... Marvel films, the 22 MCU mm-hmm. films, have now made more than $20 billion Damn. worldwide. That's insane. I, I wonder if they're keeping these lists up to scale, though, because like like Titanic, that used to be the movie that right. everyone quoted as like the like it. But obviously, even though it's not that long ago, money is worth different amounts. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, adjusted for inflation. Really? Oh, still. wow. Yeah. So Titanic is out the list. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, gone. Avatar and Titanic are still the two biggest grossing movies of all time. Oh, okay. uh, Avatar at 2.73 billion, I think, oh. and Titanic is just under that, but they really think that Endgame has a shot at dethroning Avatar because I like I said, by Sunday it's going to pass 2 billion dollars. Yeah. It would literally only have to make 0.73 more to get it. So, a lot of people think it won't because it's going to die off after everybody's been able to see it. Um, but I want to just point out that both Titanic and Avatar, yeah, I'm throwing some shade at James Cameron, <laughs> while they hold those records and they've held them for a long time, they both saw re-releases, which totals went into the grand total, yeah. and they were both in theaters for like fucking a year. Yeah. Like, oh, of course yeah. you're going to be yeah. the most money if you stay in the theater for a year. And then like, I saw some people trying to say over uh, Twitter, but Endgame's so long, Endgame's so long. Well, if you guys remember, both those films are also almost yeah. three hours. Ex- exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. But uh, I mean, yeah. 
yeah. I still I mean, remember the Titanic. Uh, if you bought the DVD, it had to come on two discs. Uh, right. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> discs. That's funny. Yeah. No. I know, right. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, just crazy. And for anybody who's listening and wants to know, it is Captain America: Civil War, uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron, Black Panther, the first Avengers. Uh, Avengers: Infinity War and Avengers: Endgame. Those are your six in the in the top ten. That's so. crazy, man. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, they are dominating. And I mean, like we said, Hulu. That's about to be their spot. Like I said, Ghost Rider series is coming. It's going to launch in 2020. Yep. The series is going to be focused on the Ghost Rider Robbie Rise. Is that his name? Uh Robbie Reyes. Robbie yeah. Reyes, uh, <laughs> as opposed to Johnny Blaze, who was. Uh, Nicolas Cage in the right, films. Right. So, I mean, it's going to be cool. It's going to deal with uh, some Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It looks uh, like. Well, yeah. Robbie Reyes' version of Ghost Rider actually appeared uh, on Agents of no. S.H.I.E.L.D. for an entire season. Um, and he's fantastic. Had a lot of interaction with Chloe Bennett's yeah. Quake. Um, he's, it's a great version. The comic book version is great. And, 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 uh, Gabriel Luna, who's by the way the the new Terminator, the new bad guy Terminator, and the new Terminator film coming out. Oh, uh, Marvel did announce he is reprising the role, so they're going to stay with continuity. That's um, cool. And keep him in there, and he did a brilliant job. He's a great version of this character, mm-hmm. so I'm like really excited to see where they go with it. And I feel like since it's not going to be on ABC and Hulu, they can go way darker now yeah. than then. I mean, they went pretty dark on yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., honestly, but yeah. they can go way darker on Hulu, I yeah. feel like. So that's going to be really interesting. Yeah, and that's not even the only series that was announced for Hulu, a nope. Marvel series. Uh, yeah, if you like dark. <laughs> yeah, you said a Hellstorm series. Yeah. These are basically the children of Satan? Uh, well, no, they're they're children of a serial killer. Oh. But they're... they're basically they're, Satan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> their powers are all on the de- demonic side demonic and like side. demon side. They gotcha. fit very well into the category with Ghost Rider. Um, so, and it's going to be following the two of them as they track down people that terrorize humanity. They're basically like Ghost Rider. You yeah. know, if you're bad, he's going to yeah. come get you. They're basically along those uh, lines. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, as you guys know, Runaways is already on Hulu. Yeah. You got uh, Cloak and Dagger on Freeform, which I really think they should bring yeah, to Hulu. Yeah, so um, they, because they've talked about making that crossover exactly, right there. So. Exactly, and I, I think they're that's going to happen. I mean, they're, yeah. they're both both creators are talking about making that happen, but I feel like if you just bring that over and just keep it all contained on Hulu. Yeah. But, um, I mean, that's on top of all the other ones that they already announced, Howard the Duck, Modoc, mm-hmm. Hitmonkey, and Tigra and Dazzler. So, I mean, clearly, if there was any question... That's crazy. I think the I- MCU movie characters, since it's a little bit more lighthearted, I guess, if yeah. you will, although Endgame is pretty dark, yeah. um, that's going to be Disney+. Plus. And it looks like Marvel has made no bones. Mm-hmm. Hulu yeah. is going to be where their dark exactly. shit is. <laughs> so... Anybody, and I know we see this because we got a lot of Save Daredevil fans who listen to the show. Yep. Hulu is probably, without doubt, going to be the new home, but it can't happen for a while, though. Like, they can't even, like, write a script for two years. Yeah. Like, nothing like, for two years. Like, they can't even think of an idea, no development, No anything. development. So, probably around three years. I yeah, mean, just yeah, putting in earliest, realistic terms. Earliest. Yeah. And, and that's Which is if, sad. That sucks. It is. But it is good to know that it will have an eventual home. Yeah. I mean, it looks like Hulu definitely is going to be a yeah. Marvel home. So that's good. Oh, my goodness. That's good Can news. you imagine three years into the future, their marketing plan for the, oh my that gosh. shit coming back? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And, I mean, look, you got plenty to hold you over until they come back. Yeah. I mean, look. You got at least seven Marvel <laughs> TV series to watch. Exactly. And and that's, I mean, who knows how many more? Exactly. I, I mean, they've got all kinds of properties. Yeah. A, a lot of stuff was announced for Hulu today. That is for sure. It is. 
Yeah. Now they have 28 million paid subscribers, and that's already up 12% since 2018. Yeah, and you think Disney's not loving this. I know, right? I mean, <laughs> they're just raking it all in. And what's interesting is we saw another thing that said their average age range is like 31. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So I don't, maybe Netflix is a little younger. They do have a lot more like adult animation, I feel like, but Hulu has all the adult animation that was already on. TV, so yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see how that plays out if Netflix will ever release that demographic. Well, I mean, I don't think the reason, you know, for anybody who has lived under a rock and doesn't know, Disney owns ninety percent of Hulu now. Uh-huh. So, um, and I'm fairly certain Comcast is going to cough up that other ten percent soon since Disney owns Hollywood. Yeah. Um, but. I mean, I think that they're not going to have any problem building subscriber base for Disney Plus and con- continued growth for Hulu because all of the stuff that everybody wants is on those. Mm-hmm. And they, they're already talking about offering a package deal that like you can get Hulu and Disney Plus and ESPN Plus <laughs> yeah. and all that for like one price. Yeah. I mean, I think even... It's one-stop shop, man. Yeah. And even Netflix said, we really think our battle is going to be Disney yeah. Plus and us. And uh, like that's, I mean... Yeah. Mm. It's crazy. It really is. And I should, we should say, I saw something interesting today. Netflix said that they're coming out with some new audio experience where it's going to be like the the audio is on a whole new level, mm. some sort of new technology that yeah. the Duffer Brothers from Stranger Things mm. developed. And, really? and they're they're incorporating it in. So the next time you're watching Netflix, yeah. binge watching something, and you think the audio, sound, it does sound different. Yeah. It's supposed to be a whole like theater Interesting. I wonder if they sold that idea because they're getting sued by that <laughs> dude. <laughs> no, For, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, they're in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, yeah you it's, know. It's a little know. bit of trouble. Oh, I did see real quick too before we move on to Netflix, because we can't talk without ne- talking about Netflix. Uh, I did see also that Disney's kind of releasing some stuff, and the Marvel series that are going to be on Disney Plus are going to be six to eight episodes. Mm. So they're, they're newly negotiated contracts with these stars, mm. so it does not interfere with them if they're still under contract to appear in the movies. Yeah. So meaning like if, if they're on the series, it doesn't yeah. mean they still can't pop up in yeah. the movie or vice versa. doesn't mean if yeah. they've got only a movie contract right now that they can't pop up on the shows. Six to eight episodes? Six to though? eight episodes, mm. yeah. I feel like ten is like... Maybe a little too mu- too late, least like less. I don't know. I don't know if that's I, enough. My only guess is that maybe they're testing it to see like if it if it's popular enough to mm-hmm. keep it in a series, yeah. Or should they use it as a tool to launch a film? A I, you know, and, yeah. and so and they're talking about. I mean, it's they're going to be basically films. So I'm yeah. guessing these six episodes are going to be expensive as fuck. Well. Yeah. So we all point. know that yeah. all the all the contract numbers came out recently. We all know all these Marvel people are getting paid like shit tons shit of money. Tons. So six episodes probably expensive. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just say, and how much does Downey make off? Of? Right. Exactly. He's got points on everything Marvel. I mean, yeah. not just his shit. Just everything. Fucking, that's crazy, like, man. That, that getting, guy's banking. He's that's getting paid a shit ton. I mean, we were talking about the other day the the um the prices they get paid came out the other day and he his normal price for any film now is 20 million. Yeah. He's getting 20 million at least. Yeah. And then he's got percentage points. Yeah. He's got profit participation. They said off Infinity War alone he made 75 million dollars. Mm. So and that's that's 75 million dollars 
plus his $20 million payday. And then that and, they get a bonus? Yeah, they released now that there's performance bonuses. If the film hits a certain benchmark, they all get bonuses. They didn't release how much the bonuses were. So Downey Jr. gets $75 yeah. million, $20 million, plus whatever that bonus whatever was. Whatever that bonus is. And Endgame is just shattering yeah. all those numbers. So he... I'm thinking he's killing dude's it. gonna like walk away with close to 200 million off. Yeah, of, uh, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, off of Endgame. Yeah, uh, five million dollars for three days on Spider-Man: Homecoming. Like that's insane, <laughs> dude. Like, but he's earned it. Yeah, I mean, there Definitely. is no MCU. No, there's no 20 billion dollars, 22 it. films, none of it him without him. So exactly. pay the man. Exactly. Right. Now we mentioned Netflix earlier, and they're pretty smart. I'm not even gonna lie. They uh, they jump on the hot topics and the hot news that breaks all around the world. Netflix is now joining forces with SK Global Entertainment, which is the same group that uh, made Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. So they're joining with that group to tell the story of that 2018 uh, Thai soccer team that was trapped in the cave. So they're going to tell the story of the rescue. Oh, I'm wow. really excited about this one. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it certainly gripped the attention of everybody for a while. Yeah. <laughs> are they going to are they gonna include Elon Musk in there, like when he sent that thing over there, but then they right. didn't use it? Yeah. And then, uh, we got divers, Elon. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, that would be funny, but... Yeah. I it, don't know if it's a series or a movie. I, I, I just saw that they were coming up with the idea. Yeah, I, a film. It, it's going to yeah. be like one of the... Yeah, so... It's, I mean, I'm excited about it. I, th- I think yeah. if done right, it could be really compelling and like, you know... Yeah, well, you know, they already Netflix. had a, like producers and writers on the ground while they were still in the cave over there. Yeah. Like, they were already developing the story. Yeah. It was I mean, crazy. <laughs> Nowadays, crazy. I feel like, you know, you got to walk around with like a, a, a contract in your pocket. <laughs> right. Because, right. I mean, you go to Walmart <laughs> And all of a sudden, you're in like a TV movie where right? a shooting happened. And yeah. like, here's my rights. Make a movie. Well, I mean, I mean, this past week alone, there was two shootings somewhere, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. Uh, it's it's insane. It's it really insane. is. I mean, it, it just. Yeah. But I think this is going to be a good story. Uh, I think it's going to help Netflix because they're canceling a lot of their good shows. So maybe they're focusing more on TV. I don't or I'm, movies. I don't know. I was a little disappointed they they canceled Santa Clarita, Santa Clarita Diet. Yeah, yeah. That's our next this, one. Yeah, because yeah. I think they just started the third season or something, and that that'll yeah. be the last season. And yeah. It, so and it was not ended well. Mm. The, that thing that a lot oh, of shows shit. do, where like you expect more. Yeah. And so good. I really wonder why they keep doing. This. I don't. I don't know. I, and I was shocked by this. I didn't realize, but it's the mm. seventh show they've canceled. Damn. So, yeah, they had the uh, One Day at a Time reboot that they canceled. Yeah. Um, and then Friends from College, Daredevil, Punisher, Jessica Jones, and Travelers. They've canceled mm. all of them this year. See, and I heard Friends from College and Travelers were good series. Yeah. And those were like specifically original series for Netflix. I, I'm not going to lie. I freaking loved Friends from College. Yeah. And, and like Tavia just said, it ended with a cliffhanger. Yeah. It mm. ended with something I need to know right. what happened. Mm. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. I'm, mm, I I really hope they figure it out because like like we keep saying with in wake of all of these new streaming services will Netflix survive? Well, I mean that's a great point and here's another point and I'm just wondering because I don't know what the development deal was. I don't know how much Michelle and Barry are making, but the Obamas, you know, they have that production deal with Netflix. They Are do. they canceling all these expensive shows? Because we all know the Marvel shows were expensive. Yeah, they've admitted if, that they were as fuck. Yeah. yeah, because they've got seven, you know, shows slated to to appear on Netflix. The Obamas, in their, do? yeah, damn, seven shows. That's crazy. So, I, I mean, are they 
can in these other shows to be able to afford these new shows by wow. the Obamas? Yeah, I saw the the thing about the Frederick, Frederick Douglass biopic. That's really awesome, but seven shows? Yeah, seven shows. Oh, the cool. Frederick Douglass, like you said, yeah, that's going to be pretty awesome. It's based on uh, David Blight's book, yeah. uh, the biography, so that should be, I mean, yeah. that that. But yeah, I saw they have uh, their lineup also includes... What is this? Uh, a series about food aimed mm-hmm. at preschoolers. We know that's big for Michelle Obama. Remember yeah. her initiative as first lady. A scripted drama about post-World War II fashion? Oh. What? Uh, a documentary film focused on American factories. And then a, a, a slew of other ones. So I think the overall deal was like seven. Interesting. Uh, so, so you can tell it's coming from both of them. Yeah. Like it's both of their ideas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Um, but and, and I mean, I'm sure these will all be great. Yeah. But I'm just wondering... Are are you canceling these fan favorites because these are gonna be costly? I I'm hope just not, man, because yeah. they they had a lot of fans. Not the not the Obamas. Not that the Obamas don't have a lot of fans, but I'm I don't know how they are entertainment wise. Right. Yeah, to be honest, exactly. So they could be complete flops. Exactly. And then what? Exactly. Uh, and fingers crossed. I'm, I heard rumors. Heard rumors that our friend Billy Ray is uh fishing. Last Tycoon mm. to Netflix to try to get it revived. Really so now. I know he's busy, busy working on the Comey film right now. He posted earlier today. He's location scouting and stuff, so I'm excited about that. But man, that would be great because there are a huge amount of Last Tycoon fans that Amazon pissed off, much like we were talking about, where it ended on a cliffhanger and mm. you're like, what the fuck? That's crazy. So, I mean, that'd be great if Netflix picked that up. So yeah, we'll see. We'll seriously. keep an eye on it. I mean, it's everything's changing at Netflix. Like every day, <laughs> every week, it's something new, man. You're not lying. I mean, it's like, I know it's, we talk about this all the time about how brilliant Reed and Ted are. But, like, are you sure? Yeah. Like, I, what's yeah, going they, on? Mm, I don't know, we'll see. Yeah. They both just got pay raises. And <laughs> what's going on? It's true. I'm just saying. True. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I love Netflix, but, I mean, you got to ask all the questions. You got to ask them. I mean, exactly. it's fair. Exactly. And I like that we've been talking about, like, theatrical performances yeah. the past couple weeks because a lot of big stuff is happening on stage. Like, To Kill a Mockingbird, Aaron Sorkin's Broadway production is continuing to make waves all over the theater production community. It has now broken its own box office record for the fourth consecutive week, which is insane. It scored $1,756,227. Wow. Damn. Yeah. For a play. For a Broadway play. Damn. (laughs) I mean, these are Hollywood heavyweights, though. Yeah. Aaron Sorkin... I mean, television movies. He's a huge writer. He's now yeah. directing. He's getting into directing yeah. himself. And you'll notice that the producer, Scott Rudin, mm-hmm. go back and, you know, go to IMDb and type in Scott Rudin and you'll see like a shit ton of blockbuster films that he he's a producer yeah. of. These are big Hollywood names that are behind it. But, um, I mean, To Kill a Mockingbird was huge anyway. Yeah, it's got exactly. like the source material is great. But then you factor in the fact that it, uh, it was done by Aaron Sorkin, this rewriter, this reinterpreter. I mean, uh, he's anything Aaron right I would read like you know the phone book if he rewrote it like, I mean he's just a brilliant yeah. writer I mean agreed agreed and this is uh news after uh the 
it's they said that they recouped their entire investment. So that's awesome. And right now it looks like they have around fifty-seven million dollars worth of profit. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So good for them. Yeah. I mean, they're just killing. And it. hopefully we can see more resurgence like that. Like, let's get some other classics on the stage. Exactly. Like, I mean, I mean, like West Side Story. I mean, Spielberg. Obviously, that's not happening anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well. Yeah. We don't. We don't, we don't know, know. But it's not looking good. It's apparently, looking Disney. Good. Like you know. I think Disney, I think old Bob told Rupert some stuff, and then... Yeah. <laughs> Just look. I mean, to be fair, that could be all Alan Horn, though. Yeah. I mean, he's in charge of the studios. He's yeah. the one making those decisions. And, and for anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, uh, Disney's, like, chopping off a bunch of uh, yeah. Fox films that yeah. were in development, you know, and they're not going to make them or not move forward with them. And apparently, they're re-looking at Spielberg's West Side Story mm. and uh, considering whether they're going to oh. still make that or not. That's so. crazy. See what happens. See what happens. This yeah. thing has been in development for a while now. It has so. been, so we'll we, see. We and it's cast. See. We know they cast that young newcomer for the role. Yeah. I mean, so. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Mm. Now, this next one, I mean, we're all in about entertainment. It's all about entertainment. The NFL Draft, last week's telecast of the NFL Draft, was the most watched in the event's history, which is surprising to me because I feel like people's interest in football is just going away. I thought so, too. I, I mean, with all like the controversy, um, not just with the whole kneeling and all that, but even right. just... Um, game calls, yeah, um, and things like that. A They're lot of people, changing stuff every year. I feel like, yeah, and a lot of people feel like a lot of things were unfair, um, right? Which every time someone says it's unfair, there's another person saying you're just mad at it yeah, was fair. Exactly. So it's it's very much debated no matter what. But get over it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, you know, I I can see that too. I can I can I thought that that was the case as well. But yeah, even when I was working at the bar, people were like, "Is that the draft? Turn well, it up, shit. put it on, well, put it on every TV." I'm 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 gonna tell you, it it just I think it goes to realizing that yeah. and it, i think it goes to Iger's genius because yeah. from what i understand uh it was brand new this year it was all different they actually spread it out over all of the networks mm-hmm. like esp all of espn's networks yeah. plus the nfl network but for the first time ever on abc it yeah. was in prime time robin on abc and there. robin roberts yeah. was hosting it and it was it was Entertainment oriented, but also news oriented. Really and for anybody cool. who doesn't know, I mean, Robin came from sports. Yeah. So it wasn't like, oh, you're throwing an anchor no, in there. Yeah. No, she was a sports anchor for a long time. Um, and so, and I think to their credit, Disney's credit, they changed the whole format and how yeah. they presented it and how they were doing yeah. it. Cause I think, like y'all were just mentioning, there was so much negativity associated with exactly. it. They're like, how can we make this different and unique and change exactly. it to where people want to see it? Exactly. And I mean, I guess it worked. Uh, and it was a unique experience, too. I, I mean, we should say 47.5 million watched it over TV, over all those broadcasting uh, platforms. But around 600,000 fans actually attended in Nashville. They did it all outside, yeah. which was pretty cool, like down um, that one famous street. I forget what it's called. Yeah, in Nashville. Uh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Music Row. That is, that is crazy because that's almost triple the amount that was in Philadelphia in 2017, which yeah. was 250,000. Well, in Philadelphia, their fans are like they're crazy. Remember <laughs> remember last year at the draft they there were so many stories coming out about how rude the Philadelphia fans were to all the yeah. other people that showed up point. for the other teams yeah. and stuff. I mean, they were just like belligerent to yeah. the other fans and mm. that's like that's not cool. Yeah. I mean, um, to 
it's like a friendly sport. Why can't I mean it's about teamwork? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, hopefully this this whole new approach by all of them. And I saw too that Twitter like secured some more rights to some more games and um and different. So I like this whole idea of putting it out everywhere. So wherever you're at, you can see it. Yeah, um, agreed. But hopefully this continues because I feel like a couple of the rule changes coming into this yeah. season. Yeah, I don't think are going to go so well. So I'm hoping they can keep a lot of this positivity going into the season because I think they're going to need it. Agreed, agreed. <laughs> and they also said on average at least 6.1 million people were watching it over digital or TV. That's wow. yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. So, hmm. oh man, this next one. You know these next two. I told you we're going to be talking about it all year. Uh, Kim Fox, Kim Fox, who is the Cook County State Attorney has now been subpoenaed to appear in front of a court as a lawyer, seeks an appointment of uh, special prosecutors to investigate investigate Fox's handling of the Jesse Smollett case. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody from the second she recused herself, yeah, uh, everybody thought something shady was yeah, going on. They were like, uh, um, no. Yeah, no. We should also say the judge did file a petition for her uh, top deputy, the guy that actually dismissed everything. Yeah. He's also being called yes. in for his shit. Yeah. Um, and th- this is the one, though, that jumped out to me. So both of them little shady characters, but then the judge also filed requesting paperwork he- demanding that uh, Jussie himself appear. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's At awesome. the hearing. Yeah, it's yeah. like, no, you're still involved, bitch. <laughs> exactly. Like, this is all because of you. Exactly. So, I mean, and I mean, they're suing him to try to recoup the money. This yeah. judge, I feel, is like doing everything right. And it's like, no, yeah. you need to be here. You need to be here. You need to be here. Yeah. We're going to figure this shit out. Oh. And uh, apparently, Jesse will have plenty of time to do that. Yeah, because <laughs> it looks like, I mean, they said he could possibly come back for the sixth season, but yeah. I mean, they kind of sent him off. Yeah, I, they did. They yeah, did. They, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know so what's going to happen to his character. Exactly. We should. Empire has been officially renewed for another season, their sixth season. Um, but th- yeah, it said it's unlikely that that Jussie will be on the show, though. They did say Fox released a statement saying, by mutual agreement with them and Jussie, the studio negotiated an extension to his contract option for the sixth season, but there are no plans to bring him on to the show. Mm. Um, so my best guess is best case scenario. They're hoping this all kind of just goes away. People right. forget about it. Something else big happens and yeah. they talking about, and if they Say they they realize they're not getting picked up for a seventh season. They can tidy up, wrap up the show, finish all the plot lines and storylines. And in order to do that, they would have to bring back Jamal, Jussie's character, and kind of just like put it to an end. So I feel like they extended his contract with the option to bring him for the sixth season in the event that that would be the case. But I feel like if not, they also have protected themselves saying, "Eh, if it keeps getting ugly, if we keep talking about it, if it ain't looking good, we don't have to bring him back. So, um... We, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I, I should say, for anybody who's an Empire fan and everything, they did do a really... Jamal's character kind of exited in, in, a nice way, in, right? in this end of the season five. Yeah. yeah, and it was like a positive kind of a storyline, and it yeah. kind of was a nice send-off for him. So I feel like even if they realize after season six they're not going to get a pickup, yeah. they've kind of already done a tidy little cleanup for Jamal. Mm. So... I don't know. Goodness well, I mean, we'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. We're definitely going to keep an eye on the trial because this trial, although a civil case and not a criminal case, will almost definitely 
show whether he did or did Didn't not. He is still adamantly denying yeah. any of it. So, but this trial, I feel like, much like the OJ case, yeah. will say definitively whether he did or did not yeah. stage all this because it's all going to come out. Remember the OJ case? They found yeah. the shoes. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying. They found it. In the civil case, they proved it. Um, <laughs> um, so we'll see. Well, yeah. uh, just like you said, I feel like all year we're going to be talking about. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, I mean, I guess sticking with uh, deadbeats. This uh, next one. Yeah. Yeah. This one shocked me. I mean, I was just looking up on IMDb, and I haven't seen any of his films, so you take it away. Okay, first of all, we've talked about this on the show in the past. The only movie that I have ever legitimately full out cried at, <laughs> like bawled my eyes out like a little baby, was The Champ. Was the, the champ. original Champ with John Hurt and... and uh, uh, I mean, John Voight, I'm sorry, and Ricky Schroeder. Mm-hmm. Little Ricky, little blonde hair, little mommy. It was right after my dad died. Yeah. And then the whole premise of the movie is yeah. that the, his dad dies and he's mm-hmm. pounding on his chest. Makes no, sense. champ, no, champ. Yeah. Like, uh, I bawled like a bitch. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> Ricky Schroeder. Ricky then he Schroeder. went on in the, in the uh, 80s and had a huge uh, sitcom show yeah. with Jason Bateman called mm-hmm. Silver Spoons. Okay. Huge hit. Yeah. Um, ran. That's probably where he became most yeah. famous. Honestly. Um, and then he's been moved behind the camera. He's been doing a lot of directing. He that's was cool. on uh, NYPD Blue for mm-hmm. a stint. I um, saw they did a couple episodes of Scrubs. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, pretty. I mean, teen idol, childhood yeah. actor, kind of like what people assume. Yeah. A decent guy. Yeah. But apparently, old Rick. Uh, oh, by the way, he likes to be called Rick now, Rick. not Ricky. Ricky Schroeder. We're going to keep calling him Ricky since How about, apparently. Uh, Dick Schroeder. Yeah, ex- <laughs> exactly. Apparently, he was arrested this morning. Um, Anyway, you know, this is Wednesday. And as you guys know, you've seen our new format. We're releasing every kind of day now. So, you know, but we'll let you know. We should say Wednesday morning. Uh, he was arrested early in the morning on suspicion of felony domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the, the police were called out. Deputies arrived at the home. Uh, the female victim had obvious signs of physical altercation so they arrested him yeah uh he was currently being held on fifty thousand dollars bail now here's where it gets all like what the fuck and why jlo's like dick schroeder apparently on april 2nd they were also called out to the house and he was arrested Mm. for beating this same person up uh and he was also held on fifty thousand dollars seems to me like this time around the judge should have been well like hmm, less than 30 days ago he was arrested for beating this woman right, up. Right, the same person. And we gave him $50,000 bail. He got out and he did it again. Why is he getting $50,000 exactly. bail this time? Keep him in there. I, the I mean, like, I, you know, we should say alleged, but the police do say there's obvious signs of abuse. Yeah. So, I mean, like, what's up, man? Mm. What 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 like, is this what thing happened? where you feel like Why? you have to hit somebody? Exactly. I just, you feel so bad about your life. You feel like that's the only way you can feel empowered. Like, I mean, is that the reason? Because you suck? Because you're Dick Schroeder? <laughs> <laughs> wow! Dick on your uh, shoulder. <laughs> yeah, no, but like legitimately though, like I just don't ever see the point yeah. of, I don't care how bad it is, how much of an argument it is, whatever the disagreement it is, you are a man, that is a woman, Yeah, you it's never ridiculous. hit them. No. Ever. Ever. Unless exactly. that woman has got a samurai blade coming at your neck. Exactly. Or she got a gun and she's about to blow your right, face off. Exactly. That's you don't time. hit them. Exactly. Like Unless your life is legitimately in danger. Exactly. You don't hit them. Exactly. Ever. Now, let, let me just say, uh, as a woman in the group, 
women, it's also not okay to hit your man. No, exactly. <laughs> not. Thank I, I'm going to say that as the, exactly. as a woman here, it's also it's never okay. D- domestic violence is never okay. If there's a situation that you're in a relationship with somebody, no matter how much you love them, if you guys are fighting to the point where it turns physical, you got to figure that shit out. Yeah, you got to go to therapy like, or break up or something. Exactly. exactly. And you have to be smart about it mm-hmm. because, you know, a lot of times we'll see where they're both arrested yeah. or or just the man is arrested and it, it, it turns out that, like, the woman, like, hit the shit out of him and exactly. he was retaliating. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, guys, all I can say, and women, too, and yeah. for that matter, be smart. Guys, if your yep. woman hauls off and slaps you across the face, decks you, cuts you, whatever, yeah. walk the exactly. fuck out the house. Leave, leave before you hit back. Exactly. Just leave. And Just, same yeah. thing for the women. If your guy hits you, get the. If you're exactly. able to, get out. Go. Exactly. Don't retaliate. Do the right thing. Leave and report. That's what I feel like you should do. Because inevitably, it's always going to end really bad Agreed. if you just don't go Agreed. just like yeah. so we don't know what went down with ricky right. or dicky or <laughs> like, uh, but right. dick on your shoulder hopefully you know i mean he can get some help i feel like he's got to have anybody well, who's done it twice in less than 30 days exactly. and whoever the woman is that's being abused hopefully she can get some help now too and uh, get know? out exactly. right just um, i mean but it, it's kind of funny. It reminds me of that "What Would You Do" show, mm-hmm. and they yeah. they had people, um, you know, actors pretending to be, uh, you know, in domestic violence situations. And of course, when the guy is being physical with the girl, um, people, everyone's stopping and they're in the right. park, or whatever. It's like, hey, you need to stop and call yeah. the cops. When the girl was like clearly slapping and beating and punching on this guy, like people just looked and were like, mm-hmm. walk yeah, by when he asked him. I'm not like, gonna lie. I mean, how many times do you see that? Like right. if it's a bunch a of guys walking by and some woman is like yeah. kicking her boyfriend's ass, she's like, "Oh shit, she kicking his ass!" But you're right. I yeah. mean, but she, she could be like legitimately abusing exactly. him dangerously, and guys are like, "Oh and shit!" And guys are even less able to, in some ways, to defend themselves because then again, they look like they're the abusers. Um, but it was funny though because they he would stop people. I forget the host's name now, but he would stop people and say, "Why didn't you help them?" And they were like, "Well, I just assumed he did something wrong. I thought he <laughs> oh assumed God. he was cheating or something, and she yeah. caught him." And so. It's really kind of an unfair, skewed thing. It is. Small it is. little side uh, sidetrack. But anyway, nobody hit your significant other. There you exactly. go. The moral of this segment of uh, industry news. Yeah. If you Don't need help, people. please seek it. Whether they're your abuser or the abusee, get no, that's help. You know, that's good, though. I yeah, like that you seriously. ended it on a serious note because a lot of people don't get out and they continue to suffer. The, if you need help, get out. Call somebody. Go somewhere, get help, because I mean it's a real thing and it, it's scary. Yeah, yes. agreed, agreed. Yes. Sticking with some uh, more s- serious stuff, John Singleton died at the age of sixty-one from a stroke. Oh, 51. 51. Yeah, I said Ooh. sixty. Fifty. Fifty. Yeah, that's th- so young. Yeah, yeah, two weeks ago, much like a repeat of Luke Perry, just a sudden stroke out of nowhere a couple yeah. weeks ago was so bad they had to put him on into an induced coma and on life support. And after a couple of weeks, they realized it wasn't going to come out of it, and they, they made the decision to take him off of life support uh, Monday, wow. yeah. this past Monday. Yeah, and um, we, uh, we heard some stuff about like his fa- his uh, mom and daughter, or his wife and daughter, like fighting over like what to do control, with the body yeah. and what to do with this money, and yeah, a whole bunch of like stuff I would never even want to fight about. No, no. But I mean, I, unfortunately, when you when you start talking about celebrity status or wealth or there's an estate involved, especially when it's unexpected like right. this. I mean, the one thing I think everybody should probably take out of this is like you never know. Never know. So you need to have a living will or um a directive, you know, or just a full out will so even if in the event it's unexpected, there is no 
It's like, this is what I want. This is who gets it. This is what, you know. Because yeah. he, unfortunately, I think was held on an extra week because they were fighting on yeah. what to do with him. And right. I mean, I just feel like that's and, inhumane all the way around. I and mean, you don't have to be rich and famous to have to, to have your death cause serious problems in your family. It's yeah, true. So exactly. that's a good point. Have yeah. a will. Go ahead and figure it out now. Do a video will is even better. Cause it's even better. Hard to dispute you actually on film saying, I want grandma's dresser drawer to go to Timmy. Right. You know, whatever it is. The crazy thing about this though is like Luke Perry 52, John Singleton 51. It's like guys, you you just you don't never know. know. Exactly. You never know. I mean, so just tomorrow could be it. Today could be it. Yeah. So no time to waste. No. And we should say, I mean this this was a big loss for the film community and television community. Uh If you guys are unfamiliar, boy, Boys in the Hood, and, and just like there's so many yeah, poetic fa- justice, poetic justice like, with Tupac, yeah, yeah, Fast and, and furious, and, um, right? yeah, uh, yeah. Too Fast Too Furious, yeah, yeah. Uh, so many. And uh, we should say, if he was the first African American filmmaker ever nominated for Best Director, he was also the youngest the person youngest, to ever yeah. be nominated wow. for for Best Director. Wait, was he twenty three? I think I believe so. That's awesome. So I mean, it was groundbreaking, and and he inspired and or mentored a lot of the current filmmakers, yeah. and not just filmmakers. But I saw a great post by Reese Witherspoon, mm. who mm-hmm. said he reached out to me, found me, and, wow. and encouraged me, and said, "You've got this. Let 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 do." this wow. kind of thing. so he was very mentoring not just yeah. to filmmakers but actors and and like people trying to That's end crazy it's a huge loss it's yeah. a huge loss yeah um, seriously well we know that um one of our past guests and our friends that came on inside the crazy ant farm emily peachy her first ever speaking role was in one of his movies yeah wow. uh abduction yeah. with um uh taylor, taylor lautner there yeah. uh yeah it was yeah her very first speaking role and he cast her yeah so. Mm. Uh, I mean, it just kind of touched everybody, and I mean, yeah. it's just—he seemed like a really good dude. He really did. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I met him very briefly. Yeah. I got to talk to him for a few minutes uh, when he was uh, producing um, Hustle and Flow in Memphis with uh, Craig Brewer, and mm-hmm. just yeah, like you said, just a very went out of his way to make sure he talked to yeah. every person. That's awesome. Like, didn't kind of like you know, yeah, I'm too busy. I got to go. Yeah, he took the time to talk to every person. Just a very nice, very cordial gentleman, and um, it's a loss, and, and you know. Re- thoughts for his family and you know yeah seriously just live your life people live life because exactly oh man this next one i'm interested to see how long these are going to go on because (laughs) there's no way they're going to go long as long as the original series uh fantastic beast has been set to release for fall 2021 Mm. that is crazy this is the third installment of i think this is a prequel series of the harry potter right so I'm just wondering how long is this going to go on? Wasn't there only three hobbits after Lord of the Rings? Uh, two, two hobbits. Yeah. So, which is weird because the Hobbit was a prequel to the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. But they released them after. Yeah, like weird. that, and but, I think that's the same as what this exactly. is. So I'm just exactly. like, is it is it just going to be three films? Is it going to be? I don't know. I don't know. I, I I mean, I'm I'm not embarrassed to admit I have no clue. I mean, mm-hmm. like the storylines of any of that. I'm just wondering. How many books were in this series, and does yeah. it lead up to the introduction of, of Harry, Harry Potter? Potter? I yeah. mean, is that the plan? Because yeah. I mean, didn't this last one make less money than the first I, one? Yeah, I believe so. so. Like, and um, Johnny Depp, I believe, was the villain in the last one. Yeah. So is he coming back for this one? I mean, I don't know. He needs some money. He needs some money. He's <laughs> he's going through some hard times. He's going I through have some stuff. Friends who could probably answer most of those questions. I have really, some very now. big Harry Potter mm. fan mm. friends. Maybe we should have him on the show. Yeah, a whole. Harry Potter show. Little ooh. Harry Potter. 
That'd be yeah. interesting, yeah. wouldn't it? Start drinking a little bit. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That'd we can crazy. all wear glasses yes. and have wands and wear little scarves. I'm fine with this. Yeah, no, I'm, like... I'm okay with this. We'll get Emily to make us some butterbeer frappuccinos. Yeah. Y- yes, butterbeer frappuccinos. Do it. Do it. Do it now. We're going to have a Harry Potter edition. Yeah. yeah and we can make, it I- make them Irish. Yeah. Exactly. It, that's a whole thing. We exactly. got to learn all about it. It's exactly. going to be amazing. Yep. Speaking speaking of some uh, trouble, some yeah. going through some stuff. It's, uh, it's some weird, confusing shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it. Who knows? I mean, I guess Jazz Fest turned out okay. Yeah. You know they that, pulled you through because they they. But speaking of giant festivals, music festivals, the granddaddy of them, Woodstock. As you guys know, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago on the show. Uh, they're having a big fiftieth Woodstock revival anniversary concert. Um, festival and this has been in trouble since the get-go basically apparently the promoters were like oh i got this great idea we're gonna do woodstock all over again for the 50th and it's gonna be and they to reach out and then they realized they couldn't do it at woodstock at, at the, the location because somebody had already booked that location uh, on that day yeah. for a festival for a music festival see that was um, a warning from the musical gods saying, <laughs> exactly Stop it. don't do exactly. it exactly <laughs> but they moved forward i guess it got rolling they started booking a bunch of people they got an investment company in and everything well apparently dentsu i guess i'm saying that right dentsu aegis the financial backer backed out mm. decided to like pull and he announced that it was canceled. Yeah. He went everywhere, put it everywhere. Yeah. Woodstock's canceled. It's not happening. Yeah. It's not I mean, going it to was posted on GMA, Billboard, everywhere. Yeah. Well, apparently the attorney <laughs> for Woodstock 50 and for the promoter said Dentsu Aegis and their representatives had no legal authority to announce that it was canceled and that it is not canceled and that all stakeholders including all of the performers and vendors and everybody that were contractually obligated that said they were going to show up need to show up Mm. because they're moving forward with it anyway yeah they're gonna figure out the money and have this thing go on they say anyway. they're gonna be <laughs> they, yeah, they say. is this gonna be another fire festival all I, right I, that's what i'm worried it's turning into yeah ne- netflix is gonna have a new documentary what should have been woodstock 50 yeah like, i mean you show up for woodstock and you got like maybe two people that showed up and you yeah. get some like cheese sandwiches uh, and shit no, okay. i mean i don't know no see Sometimes there are certain things that come together and they can only happen in that one moment in exactly. history and you have to just move on and like, yeah, you can remember it as a great event that happened, but like, and you can try and create other great events, but you can't always recreate the same thing. And then if you try, you piss off the musical gods and they ruin your life. I feel like exactly. that's true. There are, it I, is. I, and especially in recent years, I feel like people have tried to recreate these epic magical events of history and they've all failed. Yeah. I mean, Woodstock <laughs> originally almost didn't happen, right? Like just right. the first one was yeah. a struggle to get started. Like, so why would you want to do that again? Exactly. And then it wasn't really, yeah, you're right. It wasn't even kind of really all planned out. Like once yeah. it did happen, people heard and like, what the fuck's going on? And kind of just showed up on this well, farm. I mean, it's like, crazy because because people don't even talk about it woodstock was an absolute shit show yeah there was barely any food there was barely anywhere to use the restroom people were getting sick off of drugs exactly it was nothing but a giant orgy and yeah. drug pit that had some celebrity exactly. performers performing i mean basically i mean that's what on this one guy's farm like it's like what the fuck I know. I mean, so, <laughs> so if you, if you want to recreate uh, yeah. the giant orgy kinda, and drug fest like a like, burning you know, man exactly <laughs> <laughs> it'll be fine it'll be fine it kind of makes me wonder why like it's such a monumental like date or a monumental event 
I mean, I'm all for like remembering it and be like, oh, cool, it's the 50th yeah, anniversary of Woodstock. Yeah. But like, do you have to recreate? Right. It? Like, eh, yep. I don't yep. understand. Yeah. So it is what it is. <sighs> another battle getting ready to brew. Oh man, and this one just happened. I didn't yeah. even realize it was time for election again. Goodness gracious, old SAG after. Yeah. Uh, apparently Matthew Modine. I love Matthew Modine. He's yeah, great. He's, he's awesome. A great actor. I mean, he's a famous guy and pretty pretty liked. I mean, I guess in the community. And uh, he has thrown his hat in. Said he is going to run as a candidate for president of SAG after. Mm. Uh, he's currently on his ne- uh, local board. Uh, and uh, the national board of directors, but he's gonna try to, you know, throw it in there and get get yeah. president of the whole thing. Um, he is a member of. If you guys remember, we were talking about it on the show last year when they when they ran. There's like two different factions, you know, of of SAG after now. Yeah. There's a membership first or members first, which is what Matthew Modine is gonna, and it's f- like really progressive and like really you know hardcore distancing themselves from the from what sag is yeah um and i'm guessing gabrielle kateris who's currently the president is gonna run again um and try to defend it it looks like she hasn't made any motion that said she wasn't going to right so um so it was a pretty nasty battle the last time yeah um so this is going to be real interesting to see kind of who comes out on top um I mean, there, there are all kinds of ugly allegations that Gabrielle Cateris was, you know, embezzling money and mm. that there was fraud going on. Damn. And that they were, you know, basically extorting and intimidating people to do things. Wow. And like, um, it, yeah, it was pretty ugly. Uh, and so it's like mob pot. Yeah. Politics. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I shit. don't think, you know, people realize how powerful. The Screen Actors yeah. Guild Union and now after is. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know how many like politicians. We're on that SAG after yeah. board, including Reagan, you know, yeah. president of the United States. Yeah. That's how he parlayed into the governorship and into the presidency so was crazy. by being president of the SAG after yeah. board. So it's they're powerful and unions yeah. are powerful, especially in California. So uh, that's crazy. I don't know. Get, we'll we'll keep an eye on it. I mean, we'll see who announces and who doesn't, and yeah, see who gets it. Cause... Seriously, seriously. Now these next two guys, mm. they're they're becoming pretty powerful themselves. I mean, even in, at their young age, Oscar-winning writers and directors slash producers Phil Lord and Chris Miller have signed a massive five-year overall deal with Sony Pictures Television. Now, if those two names, you don't know those two names. Those are the two guys that got kicked off of Star Wars, a solo story, yep. and then went to Sony and made Spider-Man into the Spider-Universe and got an Oscar. And got an Oscar. Yeah. They're also the the brilliant masterminds behind the Lego movies. Yeah. Um, and I mean, uh, these, yeah. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs was their first yeah. one. Yeah. Their first. Uh, I mean, I loved Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Exactly. Um, so, like, when we went back and started looking at all the different stuff we've done... Or they've done. It's kind of weird because I guess just Disney didn't like what they were doing with Star Wars. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean they they do have a very particular style, yeah, I guess, do. and and kind of the way they approach things or whatever. Well, but um, and they weren't the only people being cut, you know, kicked out of Star Wars. Yeah, right? I mean there was kind of a lot of that. There going was on. A, other people. Well, yeah, I mean people were not happy with Ryan Johnson's uh, no. <laughs> last right. one. No. They're all hoping JJ just like writes that shit off and exactly. like nope, didn't happen. Here's what really. Exactly. I mean, so we'll see. But I'm excited. Leia's dead. <laughs> Exactly. They are related. They are related. Um <laughs> they are solo or Skywalker's kids. Um right. They uh I'm excited about this one though, because if you guys saw 
you know, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the reason they won the Oscar, in my opinion, is because it was just groundbreaking. Yeah. They took was. traditional animation and then CGI animation mm. and then, all, like, just uh, stop motion and kind of just, like, blended yeah. all this stuff into, like, some seriously epic, I mean, freaking feature film. Yeah. Um. So now this deal, though, apparently includes live action dramas. Shit. So I'm really curious to see how they approach the the live action stuff, since apparently we didn't get to see it with Solo. Right. Like. Um. But anyway, I mean, I just feel like this continuous power struggle between the studios. Like, oh, well, you drop them, we're getting them. Yeah. Or we're gonna snag them from is. here. I mean, they're they're fighting for dominance. This is a good grab by Sony. Yeah. Because these guys, I like these guys. They're they're pretty great. Yeah, I mean, this isn't the first time either. I mean, the Wreck-It Ralph director just went to Sony, remember? Yeah. So that's not the only Disney people. That's it's true. It's kind of good for filmmakers because if you don't find a home at the first place you get hired at, chances are you'll find one somewhere else. Yeah. So well, being yeah. dropped from one doesn't necessarily end your career. Exactly. Now, this this is the curious part to me, though, because they said that one of the reasons they snagged these guys after the after the success of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse is because Sony's top priority, they want to build a Spider-Man universe mm-hmm. on Sony television. That's awesome. So, but my, my thing is, is that how does that affect MCU and Marvel mm-hmm. and Tom Holland and right. that Spider-Man... I'm wondering if they see like, okay, well, Tom Holland's really successful there, so maybe we're going to renegotiate that and let him stay in the MCU, mm-hmm. and we're going to focus on all these other Spider-Man characters yeah. and build this so maybe, our own little universe. It would be good too to make it animated, just to keep yeah. get it different, keep it separate yeah. from, yeah, Man, exactly. Spider-Man's kind of like Joker. Like, there's so many different versions and right, takes, like, and like all at, almost like at the that. same time. Yeah. You're like, what's going Especially on? Especially with like the Venom movie coming out and then making a sequel to that. So. Yeah. I mean, again, how, how yeah. can you have a Venom movie without Spider-Man? Without Spider-Man, so. but apparently, What's happening? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you don't want to confuse the fans because the fans of Tom Holland has earned that MCU Agreed. spot. Yeah. I he think has. he's like the definitive Spider-Man now. So if you throw in a different Peter Parker, like no, yeah. but this is our Spider-Man. Yeah, like, I, I, hmm, mm. It just doesn't. Well, let him stay MCU. Let him keep moving forward with that. And then, like you said, build this you know animated universe on TV and. and this Venom was Sony as well, right? Yeah. So yeah. maybe they maybe they will take a page from that and grab a different version of Spider Man. You know what I mean? Like there was all those other ones. Maybe they'll make a live action version of one of those other Spider Man yeah. girl, whatever well, that yeah, was in the exactly. See, now that's that's a great idea. If you want Spider Man in the Venom movies and everything, don't make it Peter Parker. Because yeah. there was a um, what what was the female's real name? Was it Mary Jane? That was the no, no Gwen Stacy. Gwen, Gwen, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, so maybe they'll make a Gwen Stacy one yeah, for Venom. Exactly. That would be cool. They or, haven't um, introduced Gwen in the MCU. Just they MJ. Yeah, so they maybe you could yeah. keep Gwen over there. Exactly. Exactly. Or what was it? Uh, Peter B. Parker, which is the actual. It's the uncle. Yeah. Instead of yep. Oh, or yeah. or Ben Parker. There's yeah. another one. Ben Parker, yeah. who's the Crimson Spider. Yeah. You can have so many. If you want Spider Man, there are Spider Men available yeah. that yeah. you could do without <laughs> Tom Holland's Peter Parker. Spider people. Yeah. I mean, like seriously. I mean, uh, if if you want to do it, that's the way to do it. I think. Agreed. Agreed. And I mean, Octavia knows how to do it. Oh, Octavia yeah, Spencer, I should say. Uh, she has launched her own Orit. Orit. Orit Entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Now, new- is this going to be associated with her new movie coming out, Mama? Hmm. It's a good point. But it's a. This is her new production company. So maybe, huh? maybe she's behind it and has maybe a producing role. Maybe there's a way to oh, get yeah. her started in yeah. that situation. 
Is that what it's called? Mama or Mama's House or um, Mama's uh, House? Is it? I don't know, but it looks creepy as shit. Yeah, it does look creepy. Like, yeah. It does. <laughs> yeah uh. If you haven't seen the trailer, go look it up. She's crazy. Yeah, but I mean, she locked or launched our. Uh, she <laughs> assigned a exclusive three year production deal with 20th Century Fox. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. TV. Yeah. Oh, okay. Here we go. TV. So maybe not with the film. But I mean, once you have a production company, I mean, yeah, I'm exactly. sure she's going to branch out in the out. film or whatever. But yeah, it looks like she's going to develop with her partner television mm. shows, comedy, and drama. Mm. So I could see that. Yeah. I mean, she she's proven. Look at this. Like we said, this scary-ass movie. Exactly. She's proven she can do both. So Yeah, she really does. This last one, I just I threw in here because I just saw it. And this yeah, one's kind of like... no idea. Yeah, this one kind of <laughs> just tripping out. This is odd. It is odd. Kanye West mm-hmm. and Jaden Smith are teaming up for a Showtime series. Smith is going to star in it, and here's the kicker. He's playing a young Kanye West. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. It's called, and here's where it starts getting real weird, like some tripping weed or something. I don't, I don't know, Kanye. What you smoking, bro? Omniverse. Omniverse. Yeah. Uh, West is going to, Kanye is going to executive produce it. They've ordered the script to series, Showtime has. And what it is, it's going to be a half-hour anthology series examining the many doors of perception. Mm. Season one is going to explore the ego through the eyes of a young Kanye West, played by Jaden Smith. It's really weird, man. Yeah. Like, it's going to... I guess this is going to be good so people can realize what he is actually thinking, but shit, he's crazy. I mean, at least he picked somebody who's equally as crazy. He's equally as crazy. I mean, Jaden is all over the map. And he's so. not the most normal human being. No, <laughs> like, no he's not. Yeah, he's so, not. So, oh, all right. I don't know. That that was that that just broke right before we were getting ready to record. That, so I I'm mean, like, you know, that's going to be interesting to see. Honestly, to see because I, other than that Karate Kid movie and After Earth with his dad, yeah, I, they, I haven't really seen him act. And I mean, he's he is now. Um, well, um, um, what you call it on uh, uh, the get down? The get down, the get oh, down. Yeah. That's a good. He was great in the get in down. There. Yeah, but um, maybe yeah. we'll see him in that again too. Baz Luhrmann hinted that there are discussions about maybe making a feature film version yeah. set in the eighties, like yeah. jump a time jump mm. a little bit. I I think that'd be awesome with Justice Smith and stuff. But yeah, I don't mean, know. I mean, Jaden need. I don't know. Good luck. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> good luck, man. I have Jayden no words for that Kanye. one. I don't really either. Um, hopefully, it will kind of give some insight because I know for a, a few years now, people have been wondering what the hell Kanye yeah, is thinking. Yeah, like, so. I just feel like people, I feel like he feels like people just don't understand him and hopefully this will be a way to further express himself. I, I think he's correct that <laughs> people don't understand yeah, him. Yeah, no one understands him. So I'm very confused. We, we shall see. We, we, we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, seriously. I'm just saying. Should seriously. we start a little controversy? Right. I mean, I feel like Jaden is not dark enough to play Kanye. Oh, goodness. No, I'm just oh, kidding. Goodness. I am literally just uh, kidding, but we get <laughs> hammered so much with all we that do. stuff. It has been <laughs> in the news so much. That was a little Will Smith joke I about, was, you know, uh, yeah. you, you just Serena's. play him, Jaden. You play Kanye. Okay? Do it. Oh my goodness. I mean, Shannon Cook came on last week and gave us a great example of that when he was playing an Asian character when he himself is Asian. Right. Uh, saying he wasn't Asian enough. Wasn't but, Asian enough. Yeah. yeah. So people are crazy, man. Twitter. They are. How do you tell an Asian he's not Asian enough? I know. Seriously. It's like, insane. Yeah. It's insane. 
But anyway, guys, thank you again for tuning along to the show. It's been fantastic. Make sure to follow us at social media handles at Crazy Ant Media. And make sure to follow us all individually if Little Cam and Tavia will let you. They have lock profiles. Um, but you can follow I'm my... private, bro. I'm private, bro. Don't take it personal. If don't they, take if it they personal. Don't. Yeah, don't take it personal. But you can follow myself everywhere on social media at Fantastic and... And Crazy Ant Guy 1970. Yes, that's right. That's right. right. Make sure to visit our website too, crazyantmedia.com, where you can get some crazy, amazing t-shirts, logos made by myself and the one and only Tavia Marinovich. Um, Make sure to listen and subscribe to this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Anchor, Spotify, all that good shit. And you know who is eventually going to listen to this podcast? She's got to. She's got to. to. Open!